Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Nuggets, it's time for the Rutherford Report with our Blues Insider, Jeremy Rutherford. Brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Danny Mack, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. Joining us on the celebrity line is the celebrity of all celebrities, the one, the only Jeremy Rutherford from The Athletic. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Morning, morning. Hey, I'm just uh, driving to work. You're sensational. Uh, JR, a little uh, housekeeping before we get started. Brooke was not aware. Uh, Brooke is, uh, they're, they're in the vicinity. They're, she and her fiancé, David, are in the vicinity. They live near Wash U, and I was telling her, she said, Wash U kids don't party. And I said, you realize that the movie Animal House is based upon <laughs> the uh, Zeta Beta Tau house at Wash U. Harold Ramis went to Washington University, and the movie Animal House, where no partying occurred, is based upon things that happened at Wash U. Right, right. Come on, Brooke. Find me a college and I'll find you a party. Like, where <laughs> you go? Where we're talking. Well, hey, look, I, I understand that they do party, but I'm just saying specifically in our neighborhood, we did have for a while a, a, a kid who was just living across the street from us and he threw a party, but JR, there was no music. It was the most respectful college party I think I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Come on. If there's any Wash U kids listening, turn it up a little bit over there. Come on. Let's get going. You're <laughs> Where smart. did you go to school, JR? Uh, we went to the University of Missouri, St. Louis. UMSL. Yep. UMSL. Okay. Well, that's fine. Did you learn hockey at UMSL? I did not. Okay. <laughs> I did not. You know, I wanted to go I wanted to go to uh, Mizzou, and that's not to disparage uh, UMSL whatsoever, but uh, being a journalism guy, wanted to go out to the School of Journalism, uh, but I just got lucky. I ran into... Mike Smith, who is then the editor, the sports editor of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, and he said, well, if you go to Mizzou, there's not a lot I can do for you, but uh, if you stick in town and you go to UMSL, we can have you cover some high school games for the Post-Dispatch. And so I decided to uh, stick in town, and it seems like, uh, you know, that way worked. I would have loved to have gotten a college degree from uh, Mizzou, but it worked out uh, this way instead. It's worked out exceptionally well. Okay, let's start with the Winter Classic. Is the Winter Classic now... And it's a different time, eight years later, right? But is the Winter Classic now for 2025 as big as it was even when the Blues were in it in 2017? Well, I agree with something that uh, Gary Bettman says, and I don't often (laughs) say that, but I think that uh, it's a situation where it works for that city and perhaps the two cities, but Mm -hmm. in in particular the host city. And Gary's said that now for a few years when people say, hey, ratings are down, people aren't watching, people aren't talking about it. And he said, well, you tell me somebody in that city who just hosted it, you know, they didn't have a good time. And I think that's the situation. That's how I felt in 2017, being a native of St. Louis and watching the Blues and the Blackhawks at Bush Stadium. It was terrific. And while I did not get excited about the Seattle, Vancouver, I'm sorry, Seattle, Vegas outdoor game this, uh, this past year, I didn't watch most of it. Uh, I think that people in those cities loved it and had a great time and, and had memories. So I think St. Louisans will do the same thing when they come up with this uh, game in the Wrigley Field. I mean, how could you not? 
I agree with you. Well, we're very excited to have some Blues hockey finally coming back. They're back on the ice today at 2. What injured guys will we seeing back out there on the ice? Yeah, so we'll see. I uh, haven't spoken to anybody in the past couple of days with this break, but uh, they are on the ice, as you mentioned, 2 o'clock, 17, and, and people invited out there uh, open to the public. And we're expecting to see a couple of the injured guys, uh, specifically Justin Falk. I think that uh, Drew Bannister said they were going to shut him down uh, during the break, the last couple of games before the break, and that uh, they'd expect him to come back afterwards. So we could see him today. Also, Kasperi Kapanen, he was in the boot before the break. Remember, we, he blocked the shot. Um, and then uh, he was skating prior to the team uh, leaving. And then uh, Drew Bannister believed that he could be available when we come back. And the other guy, Scott Pernovich, we also saw him in a boot prior to the break. I don't know that he'll be back uh, today, uh, but he's another one, one of the three guys that we'll have our eyes on out of practice today. It, it seems like, JR, the players are excited about going back to the Olympics. What was your initial reaction to hearing that news? Oh, it's great. It's great. And to to be honest, the fact that it's settled now, I mean, if you think back to the last Olympics, it seemed like it was two or three months before, and you still didn't know what was going on. Look, Dan, I can understand the owner's side of it and the league side of it. You're shutting down your business. You know, you're not necessarily making any money off it. I think fans and probably media, the public, we see it as it's great exposure for your league because your best on best are playing at the Olympics. So maybe you're not making a lot financially, but you're making uh, off the, off the exposure. You know, I think the fact that we can look ahead to 2026 and know that the NHL players are going to be on the ice in 2030 for that matter. And then next year, there's the four nations tournament where we're going to see at least four uh, countries competing on that type of stage, I think is phenomenal for the game. JR, this is probably a moot question because Doug Armstrong said that the blues will likely be neutral at the trade deadline, but if they would fall off and, have the desire to sell is there much to sell is it worthwhile because last year obviously you were going to get number ones for Tarasenko and for O'Reilly and you wound up getting a, a nice p- piece of property for Barbashev but are, are is there a single player on the Blues could, that could get them better than a third round pick yeah and I think that's the key question I had a conversation yesterday with uh, Pierre Lebrun he's going to write something up on, on the Blues coming up for the uh, athletic and, and he had a similar question and there's really not I mean you're looking at like a Marco Scandella UFA an Oscar Sundquist who heck they might resign if he's cheap and you could bring him back next year uh, you know you want to keep competing as Doug has said through this retool Sundquist is a guy who can help you do that so if we're putting off all the guys with term the Bennington's, the Buchnevich's, the Sods, the, the Nick Letty's, the Tory Krug's. If you're putting off all those guys who have term left on their contract for potential off-season moves, then I don't think there's a lot here to do at the uh, trade deadline, which is March 8th. So we're going to see a lot in the coming games. Guys, uh, will this team make the playoffs? Your guy's buddy Dom at the Athletic had the percentage 12% that uh, that the Blues can make the playoffs. I think that the uh, the Vegas odds are a little bit better, but this is going to be uh, daunting. They come back and start in Buffalo on Saturday, right? 11 of the next 16 are on the road. The Blues have the 22nd best road winning percentage in the league. They're going to have to get it in gear there. Another thing, just breaking down some numbers for a piece I'm working on, uh, you got 33 games left, 18 are against teams that are currently in the playoffs, 15 are not. How have the Blues done against those teams at the bottom of the league? We saw it right before the break. They lost to Columbus. They're going to have to beat some of those teams if they want to stay in this wild card position. And my, my percent, I've got the Blues at 22% to make the playoffs. I'm a little bit different than Dom. 
<laughs> I, I like your percentage. At least I'll be working a few more weeks. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. Maybe, maybe. Jr. Great to have you with us as uh, as you depart us. Can you uh, have your phone depart us too, just like the fight? Yeah, and actually, I just pulled into uh, Enterprise Center here in the parking lot. Um, hey, thank you guys for the prep work for the Chris Zimmerman interview because that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to take some notes from the questions that you asked. And as I pull into uh, Enterprise here, yeah, I got one more turn. Let me see if I can. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Rutherford, thank you. With us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. <laughs>